Happy birthday to James Maitland Stewart, born on May 20th, 1908. Let's talk about Mr. Stewart. Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. It is 7 a.m. My name is John Henry Soto and welcome to 7 a.m. It is uh, May 20th, as I mentioned, 2021. And uh, on May 20th, 1908, the uh, man of the hour that we're going to be talking about <laughs> was born May 20th, 1908. Um, Jimmy Stewart and one of my favorite actors. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about uh, Jim today and we're going to talk about his films and his impact um, in, in movies and um, his storytelling, his poetry, <clears throat> a lot of things. And um, let me see. Yesterday we had a had a good day yesterday. I had a very good day, actually. I went, I went into New York City yesterday. Um, took the train. Um, you know, when you... Take the train with a crowded, uh, uh, crowded train, and everyone is wearing a mask. It's really weird. You know, we don't. I don't really wear masks here in, in Bayonne when we're walking around and stuff like that. Not many people do. Um, you go into stores and stuff, um, and you know our numbers are coming down, and we're everything here is is good. The mayor is doing a great job. Um, the whole city council is doing a fantastic job here in Bayonne, New Jersey, taking care of us, making sure we're informed and safe. Um, so that's, it's a wonderful thing, you know, and it's been like that through the whole pandemic, by the way, you know, our, our whole officials here have been really fantastic. Um, and then you go to New York city and it's really weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that because that's not what we're talking about today. Right. Today we're going to be discussing, Mr. Jimmy Stewart. So let's talk a little bit about Jimmy. I have some information here that I'll just quickly give on Mr. Uh, Mr. Stewart. So, like I said, he was born in nineteen in May on, on May twentieth, nineteen oh eight, in Indiana, Pennsylvania. There's a place called Indiana, Pennsylvania. Um, his um, his dad owned a hardware store. Let me see what else here. In, in uh, 1929, he won a place at Princeton University where he studied architecture with some success um, and became further involved in the performing arts as a musician and actor with university players. After graduation, engagement with the university players took him around northeastern United States, including a run on Broadway in 1932. But work dried up as the Great Depression uh, deepened. And it was not until 1934 when he followed his friend, Henry Fonda, uh, to Hollywood that things began to pick up. So I'm going to be talking about uh, Jimmy Stewart and, and Henry Fonda as well briefly. But let's just talk about his impact. Um, you know, he was a pilot. You know, he was in the, um, you know, after he went, you know, he went to the war in, in 1940 as a private um, you know, he first, he failed a medical, uh, because he was underweight. Um, 
but during that but during the course of world war ii you know he did rise he was a, a colonel um in the in the, uh, in the army and then he uh, when he came back he uh you know pretty much started his uh, his acting career again and he did films uh we're, we're going to talk about some of these films uh some of them you obviously know really well um a lot of them you know are classics most of his films are classics even the ones that weren't box office hits when you watch them today they were they're good films um i've never seen a bad jimmy stewart film i know that sounds um, i'm biased because i'm a huge fan but um i've never i've never seen a bad film funny enough when i was a kid this is how strange of a human being i was but i i saw um i, I saw it's a wonderful life which i think everybody watches every year christmas christmas time it's a become a christmas holiday classic the film was not well received when it first came out back in uh um uh, 19 uh can't remember 40 something um let's see when exactly that came out so and, you know the film wasn't well received so and it's funny to think of it now but i saw that film and it really i really enjoyed it um it was not only his performance that that was great the whole overall story was a positive story uh 1946 he played a uh, of course, George Bailey, right? Um, and during that, uh, watching this film, I remember I wanted to watch more films uh, on him, and uh, um, and I was always like that as a as a kid. You know, I'm I'm looking at right now. Maybe I was, oh, I don't know, twelve, maybe thirteen years old. From twelve to about sixteen to seventeen, I was very I was watching all these old movies. For some reason I don't know why. But remember, this was before uh, any uh, streaming services, right? Where you can just pop in a movie and you can pay a couple of bucks to see pretty much anything, right? Not anything, but there's a, a few Jimmy Stewart films that are unavailable that I don't know where I can't find them. But um, there, there, uh, uh, there was just television. <laughs> we had uh, whatever we had, you know, 13, 14 channels, maybe 15 channels if you had a one of those extra weird channels that was in between or and your local um, public access channel, right? And that was pretty much it. So what I used to have to do was try to find out when these films were being played. And this is what I used to do. I used to go out and I would buy for 50 cents, because I remember, I would buy the, the TV guide. Now, for those of you young, there was this thing called the TV guide, which was the guide. It was like... On the front of the TV guide was usually whoever had the hottest show on television. And then when you turn it, it had Monday, the whole, everything that was happening on Monday on Channel 5, everything happening on Monday on Channel 4, and, and so on. And, the, and it was really, really well documented, um, the, the programming. And so I would go and I would get, and I knew where the films were, where the movies were playing. And I would go to the TV guide every week and I would sit there. And I would just want, and I would just cross off. And I had a little book, and I would write the names of the films. Matter of fact, I still have some of these pages, believe it or not, because I save things like that. I had a list of all the Jimmy Stewart films that I saw that were on there, and then I, I got to watch, and I checked them off, and I wrote them on a sheet of paper, 
and I would find one. I was like, oh my God, look. And you, you'd have to see, like, it'd have to be the film. And then on the bottom, there'd have to be a little description saying starring Jimmy. You know, I didn't know the names of the films. So I'd have to say, like, Jimmy Stewart. So I would write down Jimmy's, you know, write down, oh, okay, it's, it's a wonderful life. We know that one. But then a bunch of other ones came, and then I was able to see um, uh, Destry Rides again, Fire Creek, um, uh, Who Shot Liberty Vance. Um, what was the, one of his first ones? Um, made for us, made for us, something like that. Made for each other. Um, and I started. Oh, Harvey, and I started watching these films after finding them on the TV guide and stuff. And I would announce it to my grandparents. All right, Sunday at two p.m. I need to watch TV. Jimmy Stewart is on. You know, you know, uh, Real Window, The Hitchcock, Real Window, and Vertigo, two classics. Um, with Jimmy Stewart. And so that was, that was how I actually was able to watch his films and to really enjoy them. You know, the flight of the Phoenix was one of the ones that I remember watching early on. It just happened to be on. And, um, it wasn't considered a great film, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought his performance was really great, especially that ending was really emotional. Um, so you should check out that one. Um, but we're going to talk a couple of, about a couple of the classics that, you know, I'm not going to talk about It's a Wonderful Life because that's that's a film that's been covered to death. I think um, everybody knows it. It was a great film. Um, Clarence the Angel comes, you know, he wishes some stuff and then suddenly he, he disappears. He like, wishes I was never born and he gets his wish. He was never born. And Clarence is there and he tries to go meet his wife and his wife thinks, you know, she's crazy. You know, he's crazy. And he's like, Mary, Mary, don't you recognize me? It's me, George, George Bailey. And she's like, get away from me. Um, and it's a horrible thought to just think that suddenly one day, you know, you disappear. So it's a great film. Um, but we're not going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about a couple of uh, his Westerns. Um, he did 20 Westerns. He did 20 Westerns with the same horse. The horse was named Pie. Um, and I believe when that horse died he had it stuffed and it's somewhere <laughs> i guess people did that to their horse i think uh, roy rogers did that to trigger he had the famous horse trigger and i think trigger died and he had that thing he had trigger stuffed and and stuck somewhere he's probably on some museum somewhere um i'm not gonna go see a stuffed horse but i understand the sentiment all right so let's let's look at one of these uh first classic films here that um that we can uh, we can cover now 1939 um was see back in this you can make three or four films in a year you know which is kind of uh, frustrating considering now sometimes it'll take me uh, so long to put a film together um circumstances are different i guess but um these people in, in the studios they were cranking out these films you know and in 1939, which was, by the way, a tremendous year for film, it was the year that The Wizard of Oz came out. It was the year that, um, what was that film? Um, uh, what's the film? Uh, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. What was that film? Whatever that film was. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. Came out in 1939. Destry Rides Again. Um, again with Jimmy Stewart came out. He he did a film called It's a Wonderful World. So not It's a Wonderful Life, but in 1939, It's a Wonderful World. 
and uh, Ice Follies of 1939 and Made for Each Other, which was one of his first uh, debuts. He also sang in there and danced a little bit. Um, he was never really a song and dance man. He didn't become that, but he did a little bit in the beginning. You know, a lot of people don't realize that in the beginning of uh, of Hollywood, the big motion, you know, the big uh, MGM and, and Paramount films, you would sign to a contract. So you would sign to MGM, right? So you couldn't make a film with Paramount, right? You had to only stick to or Warner Brothers. You had to only stick to MGM. And all these huge giant Hollywood studios had trainings. They had like schools, basically. And you would go and you would, if you got signed to a, a, a small contract, whatever, you would go and you would study and you would learn obviously acting you would learn how to sing how to dance and and it was actually a, a school they developed these talents like a lot of these movie stars that you see were developed um in the in the studio you know they actually worked on them to make sure that they presented their movie star quality right and um and it worked you know it worked for a very very long time um and then if mgm had somebody that paramount that uh warner brothers wanted they would then switch and, and trade and say, okay, I'll, we'll, we'll give you, uh, I think one of the issues with um, Gone with the Wind, they originally wanted Shirley Temple, but Shirley Temple was signed to another uh, studio, so they couldn't, they couldn't get her for whatever reason, um, but they wanted Shirley Temple for The Wizard of Oz, and instead they got Judy Garland. I can't imagine, I can't, although Shirley Temple was great too, I mean, you know, but um, I can't, I, it's hard to imagine that, you know uh, that film without judy garland but all right so let's let's talk some films here because i keep talking i keep going off on a tangent i could talk about this for literally for hours <laughs> about films in general and about jimmy stewart okay so mr smith goes to washington was a film um i think i have this do i have the I don't have it, but I did. So in, in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, um, he plays a sort of a naive politician that gets gets uh, um, elected, appointed, basically, as a senator. And sure, you know, he realizes that uh, there's a lot of corruption and he's trying to be the good guy. And he gives that famous speech in the, um, in the, you know, in the chamber. Um and it's a great film, very patriotic film, very emotional film, um, definitely with a lot of messages that still re resonate today. So that's a great film. You can check that one out. Um, let's show some photos here. Now, he did a, he did win an Academy Award. It was a, for Best Supporting Actor. And it was for um, this film here, The Philadelphia Story. And in The Philadelphia Story, um, it's, he plays a reporter, and he's sort of like trying to get some dirt on uh, on uh, um, Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn's uh, lives and stuff. Um, he sort of falls for the girl, but it doesn't really work out. Um, and, and you know, they're all rich, and it's kind of it's kind of it's a it's a really fun film. Um, it is one of my favorites. Um, I don't think it's his best performance, although there was a scene. Um, I mean, he he. He won an Academy Award for it, so it was obviously it was a great performance. But for me personally, I, I thought he he had some performances in other films that that really got to me. 
Um, as a matter of fact, this scene right here is he improvised this scene. He's kind of drinking and kind of getting a little drunk. And he improvised sort of a like kind of like, you know, when you're and Cary Grant was not expecting it. <laughs> and so if you look at the scene, you watch Cary Grant kind of kind of uh, and you can see it right here. This is sort of the uh, the the part of it where he's about to almost break up. But he he holds it together. He kind of just goes. Like he wants to break up, but he holds it together and uh, a great performance um, on that. So, of course, there's also the uh, Alf Alfred Hitchcock films. If you haven't watched these films, I mean, for God's sake, you have to watch. You should watch every Alfred Hitchcock film ever made, but um, you should definitely watch uh, Jimmy Stewart in a rear window and, of course, Vertigo. And um, I won't tell you what these but these. these <laughs> I mean, these films are obviously there's one vertigo. It's about a guy who has problems with heights, but he has to overcome those heights in order to to save the day. Um, rear window is, you know, he witnesses a murder on his on his rear window and he's trying to figure out what the hell to do during it. And um, that's a great film as well. Um, so definitely watch those uh, Alfred Hitchcock films. Those are classics. Um, now, he did a film called Harvey. Um, now the film Harvey is kind of an odd film. It's a very funny film. It's, it's a cute film and it's, you know, he plays a guy named Harvey who basically, um, sees this six foot rabbit, the invisible rabbit that nobody else sees, but Harvey talks to, talks to, to, to the rabbit, you know, and, um, you know, he's just, he's there, uh, you know, and he'll, Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and what, what do you think of this? Uh, you know, um, and he'll have these big conversations uh, about, uh, um, you know, with Harvey, uh, with, the, with the rabbit. And um, it's a very cute film, very funny film. You know, this is sort of like uh, one of the stills from the film. People think he's crazy. He's sort of like almost brilliant in, in uh, when he talks to people. He gives people these little nuggets of, golden advice and and then he hears words and sentences and he just wants to repeat them you know somebody says uh in one of the lines they say um what do they say it's, it's a funny line where she says oh and the and he goes yeah it's the day wore on or something and he's like the day wore on let, 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 let's, let's say that again the day wore on say that with me the day wore on it was something some line like that it was really really a funny scene um, but yeah, that's Harvey. Harvey's a great, great um, film to watch. Uh, this one right here, The sh Shop Around the Corner, very romantic film, very cute film. Um, did well in the box office. Um, and uh, I, liked, I liked it very much. This was a good film. Now, The Shanghai, um, The Shan, whoa, yeah, The Shan, The, the Shyang. Social Club. I keep on saying Shanghai. The Cheyenne Social Club. So this is a funny film, um, but it's also, yeah, it's a funny film. I mean, he he um, inherits this uh, business and he thinks, oh, it's cool. He doesn't realize that it's a brothel um, that he actually inherits. So, and he's sort of like not that kind of a guy. Um, and Henry Fonda is in this film now. Henry Fonda and um, Jimmy Stewart did three films together officially where they were titled and put in the film. They were in really four films together because they were in, um, I think I don't think I have it here, but they were in a film called um, How the West Was Won, which is a, a 
classic film, which like everybody was in that film. I mean, that was sort of one of those epic cowboy films um, where somehow they were able to put everyone and anyone in that film. I mean, Henry Fonda's in that, Gregory Peck is in that, George Papard is in that, John Wayne is in the in the film, Spencer Tracy is in the film, of course, Jimmy Stewart. Um, and the list goes on of all the contemporaries of that time were in this film. And it turned out to be an epic thing. It won a bunch of Academy Awards. Um, I believe it won three Oscars and was nominated for like, um, I think it won, it won three Oscars. It won like seven other different type of awards. It had like 11 nominations or something. Um, a really good, a good film. Now, the, uh, the, uh, one of the, the films that I really um, enjoyed that I thought was, was worth mentioning, let me see if I still have it here, was Destry Rides Again. Now, this is a really a great, great film, Jimmy Stewart film. Um, it's, it's a film of a, um, of course, it's a, a lot of these Westerns kind of have to do with sort of the same thing. You know, there's a, the, the town is being run by, by thugs and, you know, corruption and everybody's corrupt. And then some guy comes in, you know, some, uh, amazing cowboy comes in and kind of handles the, the situation, um, and, you know, gets everybody, uh, resolved. Right. Um, <clears throat> So one of the the um, the the wonderful things about this film in particular was that you know he comes in as somebody who's not expecting to really do anything. What ends up happening is that the the they kill they kill one of the the saloon guys, the guy who who uh, who, who runs the the saloon and stuff, and because he's trying to like go against the grain. So the mayor is corrupt and, and, and all the thugs that are there are corrupt. The whole, po the judge is corrupt. So they, they kill this guy off and they appoint this guy to be, um, he's a drunk to be the mayor of the town. They figure they could just control him and he's, he's just a drunk. He's just a puppet. Right. Um, so they, they, he gets, so he decides, you know what, he's going to clean up and try to get his act together. Right. So he cleans up, but he still doesn't have the skill to do this job. So he calls up Destry uh, Jr. Because his Tom Destry's uh, father uh, was like a, a, a great man. And, a, you know, so he's, he realized that he has this relationship with him and it's his, uh, his nephew. So he calls up his, uh, his nephew and he says, you know, can you, you know, I just got appointed this and, uh, you know, this town is really, corrupt and da, 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 da. so Destry Tom Destry Jr. Um, comes back into you know comes into town and he cleans up the town you know with some epic uh, gunfights of course and some great dialogue um, it's my favorite Jimmy Stewart film um, you should definitely check it out and then there was a great great film called Who Shot Liberty The Man Who Shot Liberty Vance and if you don't know about this film this is a one of those classic films Jimmy Stewart John Wayne you know, John Wayne at his best. Well, I'll listen here, Pilgrim. You know, it's uh, it's really um, classic stuff. And, you know, you have to be into the idea of this of this period. Right. Um, you know, a lot of these actors that were in these early films in the 40s came from vaudeville. Right. And vaudeville was a stage 
where it was sort of like not Broadway. It was in between Broadway. It was kind of like off, off Broadway or maybe off, off, off Broadway. But they would go around and do these little shows. And a lot of these performers started out in vaudeville because there was no film. There was no movies. The movies were still fairly new. So we're, we're looking at, you know, early, uh, uh, you know, 1900s, right? And they would actually come into the film industry with a lot of this, you know, quick, quick talking. And that's why you hear a lot of their, their, you know, they don't have a lot of time, right? They're doing their show and they're on Broadway. So there's a lot of, hey, Tommy, how are you today? Well, I'm doing fine. Tommy, how's everything with you? Well, you know what? I will talk to my wife. And they have this kind of thing. So sometimes that seeps into films. And that's why some of the films are just not, they didn't really catch on. But every once in a while, you get an actor, somebody brilliant, you know, like Marlon Brando kind of changed the game, right? He changed, he changed everything, right? Um, but Jimmy Stewart did the same thing where he took that vaudeville energy, you know, but he toned it down to theater. He was in a, he was a, a, a theater actor. And then for, for film, he really was able to capture that the, the camera and really understand that this is a different medium. It's not vaudeville. It's not Broadway. It's not the theater. It's a different medium where you can get close-ups and you don't have to speak as fast as I'm doing right now. You have to be able to get through everything um, calmly. And so a lot of these films, uh, the Jimmy Stewart films have that in him, you know, where you really get capture a, a moment and a character and a story and it's really developed really well. I didn't talk about the directors, which I, I should do a whole episode on that because he worked a lot with uh, these great directors, Alfred Hitchcock being one of them. I'll do an Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock episode at some point. Um, but I would also like to do uh, an episode on, you know, some of these, uh, uh, like the Marx Brothers, for instance, who were all vaudeville, then went to Broadway. A lot of people don't realize that the Marx Brothers, by the time they got to uh, to films, by the time they were actually, the, the films came into play, they were all in their 40s already. They were experienced 25-year veterans of the theater. So that's why those films are so well shot and well thought out and the dialogue is extremely quick because they've been doing these routines on Broadway and on vaudeville for 25 plus years. So by the time they got to, to the film and the, to the big film, the big screen, um, they were so well polished and well oiled machine. They were just fantastic. So a lot of these guys came in with that wonderful experience. You know, you go back and you think of the comedians like Sid Caesar and Milton Berle and all these guys that, but you know, Bob Hope, by the time they showed up, they were like, they just, where's the camera, right? And they, they already knew what to do. And the audience is immediately being familiar with that type of thing. But now it coming to your home was a major, major, major thing. So like I said, I can do a four-hour episode on this. And I don't even feel like I covered Jimmy enough. But um, Jimmy Stewart, a wonderful guy. Oh, I didn't talk about. Um, I will, you know, what? I'm going to do a, a, an episode on, uh, on these two guys here, Henry Fonda and Jimmy Stewart. This is before they were huge. They were basically just uh, in the theater in New York city. Um, and so here's this wonderful photo. This is, uh, one of the films that they did together, um, called, uh, Ooh, what was this film called? This was a good one too. Can't remember what this one was called, but, um, um, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the name because I can't leave you hanging without knowing. It was a a really great film that they did together early on, 
And it was actually the first time that they were opposite each other and they played jazz musicians in this film. Um, and the film was called, Oh Lord. All right. You know what? I'll get, I'll get the, I'll get the name of the film. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot the name of this film. All right, folks. I want to thank you for, uh, for tuning. Oh, um, fire Creek. That's what it was called. Yes. So that's a great film too. Um, I think it was fire Creek. You know what? It might not have been fire Creek. Don't quote me on any of this. I apologize that I'm not as prepared as I uh, should have been for that film. But they uh, worked together on uh, three films, as I mentioned, and they were really, really fantastic in that. So um, check out Jimmy Stewart. Go out tonight and check out a couple of his films that I mentioned today. Enjoy them. Um, and then report back to me. Let me know what you think. If you like what I'm doing here, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, hit the little bell there so you get notifications every time I go live with a video or every time I go live. Um, and I will see you all again tomorrow morning. I want to thank you for, for tuning in. Take care of yourselves. Oh, I got a comment here. Uh, name the film. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I really should. I feel bad now. How? Hold on. You know what? I am going to name it. Sorry, I got I cut out somehow. I don't know what happened there. But that was like my computer went whoop. I've been having a little bit of internet issues lately and um kind of uh screwed me up a little bit. Um putting me on the spot here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get the name of this film. Because um you're right, you know, it's like well, what the hell, you know? Um, get it right now because I had it on my screen before. On our merry way, there you go. All right, I did it. Took me uh, took me thirty minutes to get there, but <laughs> but I did it. So the film is called On Our Merry Way. A really great film, also. Actually, they play jazz musicians. They're not the lead lead, but they have a, a good role in there. All right, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for hanging out. Um, make today great. Do the things that you love and take care of yourselves. And as always, peace.